Happy Wednesday, everybody. June 1st, 2022. It's the first day of the month here on the study session, episode number 333, 333, good luck episode, pushing along to 350 and then eventually 400, and I am grateful you are joining me here today. And today's going to be a bit of a, it's a sad episode, it's a tribute episode, it's a looking ahead episode as Stefan Tuitt announces his retirement. But before we get into that, as always, want to take a moment to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways. You can comment on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com, and you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag, in which I do just that. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. You drive the content. You make it happen, so let's connect. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I recorded this past Saturday. It was a lot of fun. Talked about the first week of OTAs. We'll probably be connecting after mandatory minicamp. But Jim is super knowledgeable and insightful about your Pittsburgh Steelers having covered the team since 1995. You don't want to miss it. Check it out. It is linked in the show notes. And The Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe to The Still Study Podcast and the study session so that you get daily updates in your feed. You don't have to go to the site. You can check it out directly. Please subscribe, leave me a review and a rating. That really helps the site grow, and I would tremendously be grateful for your support. So let's talk about it. Stefan it hangs it up. There was so much speculation, so much uncertainty, so many question marks surrounding Stefan it. Was he going to play again? Was he healthy enough to play? What was going on? And we finally have a resolution to the issue, though it's not one that Steelers fans want. After seven seasons, two it retires, and now there is literally a hole on that defensive line. If you'll remember, it had his best season in 2020 when he had 11 sacks, and he was just playing out of his mind alongside Cameron Hayward, and then he experienced the tragedy, losing his brother, and things were not the same since. And we saw how much the Steelers missed to it last season with him not on the defensive line. They tried several different ways to make up for his absence, and we all remember the end result of that. It was the defensive line being gashed again and again and again for big runs. They couldn't shut down the run. No matter how much they tinkered with that defensive line, nothing seemed to work. And now this team is faced with a very big challenge of figuring out how to make up for to its absence because he was an above average player. And now the reality is set in stone 
that he is not returning. So what is the impact here? What's next? How do the Steelers move forward? Well, the impact is the Steelers' defensive line outside of Tyson Alu-Alu, who hopefully he could stay healthy. Sure, he'll provide somewhat of an improvement at the nose position. You still have Cameron Hayward. But there is a hole in terms of Stephon Tuitt not being on the D-line. And again, we all saw what happened last season without him in the lineup in terms of the rush defense. And so who's going to be that person to step up? Will they try to find somebody in free agency? Will they attempt to make a trade? Neither seems likely, although there is a new general manager now with Omar Khan and an assistant GM, Andy Weedle. Could the team be exploring trade options to bring in a player to play alongside Alu-Alu and Hayward? Quite possibly. But more realistically, they will probably look to solve the issue with an in-house answer. More than likely, Isaiah Loudermilk, who will be a second-year player, or their recently drafted third-rounder out of Texas A&M, DeMarvin Leal. Now, here's the problem. Well, not necessarily problem, but here's the uncertainty of rolling with Loudermilk or Leal. Number one, Loudermilk did show some positive things last season, but to figure him in as the starter, you're really counting on a lot of growth and development from year one to year two. Is he ready to step into that type of role? It's a lot of pressure to put on a fifth rounder. The same goes for DeMarvin Leal. The biggest challenge with him is He doesn't have a ton of weight to be able to anchor at the position. Can you really expect a rookie to come in and provide quality snaps as a third rounder? I think it's terribly difficult to expect either of those things from these two players. And more than likely what we're going to see is Chris Wormley getting time and Loudermilk and Leal rotating in. They're going to try to find some type of rotation that's going to give them the best opportunity to win. It won't be any one of those players being the primary starter. It's going to be a rotation. And if out of those three, one can emerge as being dominant, then they may see the majority of the snaps, but there will still be a rotation at this position. I don't even know who's out there. This Again, this news is so fresh. Before I came on here for the session, I didn't get a chance to look at the free agents who are available. If there's anybody even viable out there worth kicking the tires on and bringing in. In terms of trade candidates, I mean, quite possibly the Steelers could look to 
make a trade with a team. Maybe there's a young defensive lineman out there that they like, that they feel could come in and contribute and be solid. But something tells me that the Steelers probably had an idea that this would play out the way that it did. And maybe that's why they drafted Leal in the third round. Who knows? Maybe they feel comfortable with Loudermilk's development and with the addition of Leal. Maybe they do feel okay with this position, even without to it. Or maybe they knew that they would be in a position like this and maybe they do have a free agent or a trade in mind that they feel they could pull off. Because here's the other part too. The Steelers are going to have some additional cap space now since it retired. So what, whatever the case, the Steelers have plans and they have had a plan in place for whether or not Tuit returned or did not return. And now we'll probably see some dominoes fall if they are supposed to or if they are confident and comfortable with what they have, they're just going to ride with what they have. But again, to put that much faith in stock into Loudermilk, Leal, and Wormley and counting on growth, counting on contributions from a rookie, I think that's asking a lot, especially after what we saw last season from the D-line. It's risky. And really... If that defense could have played a bit better in terms of rushing defense, because if you remember, it was historically bad. It was flat out awful. If it's a repeat of that, and I'm not saying any one player is going to be that big of a difference, and yes, Alou Alou was out. Things can change from year to year. But they might need to start seeing what other options are potentially out there in terms of a trade or via free agency. But anyway, want to thank Stefan to it for being a tremendous dealer, for being super tough. Sad to see him go, but I understand. I wish him the best and forever you will be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Studying, studying, studying. My gratitude to you, Yin's beautiful, beautiful studying. It's June 1st. Ladies and gentlemen, it is June 1st, 2022. This is episode 333. I'm telling you right now, something amazing, positive, special, fantastic, marvelous, magnificent, delicious is going to happen to you this week. I know it. I'm telling you. Get ready for it. But you got to make sure that you're doing good every day. Do something special, nice, positive for yourself and someone else. Have a tremendous week. And remember, as we get ever so close, even taking this tiny step closer to training camp, remember this. Life is beautiful in the black and gold. 
Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.